The views and opinions on the following program are those of the participants and not necessarily those of KKVV Las Vegas. Are you between a rock and a hard place? Are you not sure if you're a sinner or a saint? Do you think you've lost your salvation? Let me take you to the New King James Version. In the book of Matthew, chapter 18, verses 12 through 14, and Jesus says, What do you think if a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray? Does he not leave the ninety-nine and go to the mountains to seek the one that is strained? And if he should find it, assuredly, I say to you, he rejoices more over that sheep than over the 99 that did not go astray. Welcome to Save the Lost at All Costs, hosted by Save the Lost at All Costs, Inc., featuring your sister in Christ and humble servant of the Lord, Nina S. Griffin. Good afternoon. You're listening to Sister Nina S. Griffin, and we are on Save the Lost at All Costs. We're going to open up the phone lines right away. If you are local, you will dial 702-650-5588 to join in on our discussion today. If you have a comment, a praise report, a question, we'd love to hear from you again. Locally, 702-650-5588 would be the number you would dial. If you're calling outside the Las Vegas area, we do have a toll-free number for you. That would be one 800 366 I say again, if you're joining in on our discussion today and listening and like to talk to us, then please dial 800-366-8883 if you're calling outside the Las Vegas area. We are being heard on the AM dial and the FM dial. Locally here in Las Vegas, AM would be 1060 AM, and then also locally on the FM dial would be 101.5 FM. Additionally, we are being streamed audio and visual in real time right now over KKVV's website. And that website is www.kkvv.com. Hello and God bless. I just waved to you. And Minister LaSharon, would you just wave to them? They can see you, that little box back there. You see the TV? They can see us right there. So, again, we are also being streamed from Save the Lost at All Costs' website, which is www.savethelostlv.org. If you have missed any of our previous broadcasts, you can go to our website again. That's Save the Lost at All Costs' website, www.savethelostlv.org. Just click on to the date that you like to listen to or any date that you have missed. The gospel is always free on our watch, and we pray that you are blessed and will tell others about it. In addition to that, we are also on iTunes. You can catch us on iTunes, and again, the gospel is free on our watch as well. So, we have a visitor today, and Brother Vernon is out, but we expect him to return shortly. But he wanted to make sure that you were covered, and he has a wonderful, dear woman of God to come and join me today. And she is simply Minister LaSharon. How are you, woman of God? Doing well. Thank you for having me. And how was Brother Vernon the last time you saw him? He's on fire still. (laughs) Amen. Well, that's good. That's good. And he says the same thing about you. So it's so wonderful to meet you and that you took time out of your day to come and be with us. So we are blessed to have you here. And I know you wanted to open us up with prayer. So I want to uh, be over 
obedient to the Holy Spirit that moved on your heart and have our listeners join in and I will bow my head and hold my hand with you and we'll reach out to those in Radio Land who are with us and um, I'm ready when you are. Praise God. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we just acknowledge you, Father, as the great I am. Lord, we ask that a spirit of wisdom and revelation knowledge would just pour forth, Father God, that what needs to be spoken is spoken. Lord, we pray for a spirit of revelation to fall upon the listeners, Lord. We ask that your anointing would be with us. Holy Spirit, be the teacher. Let the communication, let the meditation of our heart and the words that we speak be pleasing unto you. And we just ask you in the name of Jesus, if there's that one soul that is listening, that doesn't know you, that does not come to, hasn't come to the knowledge of who you are, that whatever is spoken today would allow them to come to the fold, that you are Father, that you are a healer, Savior of the lost. And so we just say, Holy Spirit, have your way. Have your way. Do what only you can do. In Jesus Christ's precious holy name, In Jesus amen. Name. Amen. All right. Well, I feel blessed, and thank you, and I know that's really going to touch someone. So we're going to get right into it, and also you can listen to us on your cell phone. So I do want to give that number out, and I believe I've got it out. All righty. So that's going to be 563-999-3194. You can listen to us by your cell phone. I know it's handy-dandy. I know you have one. And if you're in the United States, you can dial 563-999-3194 and you would be able to listen and join in on our discussion today. We're going to talk today about Jesus' last will and testament. And people say, did Jesus have a last will and testament? He sure did. And we're going to look at the scriptures. And you've seen it. You just probably didn't know it was a last will and testament. But that's okay. We are going to bring that to your attention today. But um, I was doing some research, Minister LaSharon. And I went to uslegalwills.com. And I found some information that was recent as June of 2016. And I wanted to share it. And it's pretty mind-blowing and to last will and testament of people who live in the United States. So what I was able to find out, across all ages, groups 28.4% of Americans had an up-to-date will. 8.6% had a will, but it was out of date. And 63% had no will at all. Wow. This means that 71.6% of Americans do not have an up-to-date will. Even when we focus on Americans over 35, two-thirds don't have an up-to-date will. Only half of Americans over the age of 65 have an up-to-date will in place. One in six Americans over the age of 65 have a will that is out-of-date. Wealthy Americans are no more likely to have a writ, have written their will, and wealthy Americans are more no more likely to have an out-of-date will. So it doesn't matter what your social economic status is. At this particular time, 61.6% of the Americans in the United States don't have a will, whether they've never written one or it's out-of-date. Our lives change all the time. People are getting married, they're getting divorced, more children are coming, there are deaths, there's all types of things that happen. Property is being acquired, 
people's mental capacity changes. Health will change things. Mm-hmm. You know, a living will is basically a health directive. Most people don't have a living will. Uh, then you have something that is known as power of attorney. Uh, you have general power of attorneys and you have power attorneys that are more specific to do a certain thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, durable power of attorneys, which can go further on when you have incapacitation for health, for mental, or for whatever reason. So the thing is, is that I thank God that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ took care of his last will and testament. Amen. But if our Father has done that, it is important. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that uh, our listeners today will make a mental note of that and see where they are. You know, what are you working for? Absolutely, because I I think, too, a lot of times when people um, die, and especially when it's unexpected, without that will in place, it creates a lot of unnecessary strife in the family. Right. And and it's sad because you you want to put someone away where there's peace, where there's unity, where it's a closure. And so a lot of times, well after someone's gone, you've got this strife going within the family over possessions. And that's not even why we live. Pretty much. I mean, we want to leave a legacy. Amen. But at the same time, we would hope that our leaving would bring our family together. And that's why our Father in Heaven made sure that it was taken care of. Amen. So I just want people to start thinking about putting your affairs in order. You have worked all your life. And the thing is, some people say in their mind, well, I don't have anything. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised what governments can find and what governments can control. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody could have had uh, an accident where there's a wrongful death. There's a lot of money involved mm-hmm. in that. And, you know, who would you want, you know, to get that? Not that we wish that on anybody, but that's a fact of life. Mm-hmm. Things happen. And what you don't think is important, it is important because that's what you work for. And if that's all it is, that's all it is. But it should go to the ones that it was intended to. That's why Jesus made sure that we as his children have an inheritance. And it's not based on anything earthly. So I want to get into that. But I know I told you to stay in Hebrews, but I want you to put your finger in Hebrews. But I want us to go to Jeremiah 31. Because, see, Jeremiah said something in chapter 31. And we're going to look at verses 31 through 34. And then we're going to go back over to Hebrews chapter 8. And we're going to see the same exact thing. Now, we know Jeremiah is a prophet from the Old Testament. And he's a major prophet. And most people wouldn't think that he was successful because he really didn't have much success with going to his own people Mm -hmm. telling them that they must repent Mm -hmm. because God will judge them Mm -hmm. and uh, he cried a lot about it and uh, they attacked him they did all kinds of things to him but he stayed on his post so hopefully some people were listening Amen. (laughs) But I thank God for having a man like Jeremiah, who, despite not always being agreed with, that he didn't take it personal. And he found the strength and the courage to get up and do it again. So he was truly a forerunner to this radio ministry when we say save the lost at all costs. So God bless you, Prophet Jeremiah. And I pray when I get to the heaven, I'll be able to see him and just hug him and say thank you. (laughs) 
because he's such an inspiration and the work is so necessary. So we're going to look at Jeremiah chapter 31 and we're going to look at verses 31 through 34. Again, we're in Jeremiah chapter 31 and we're looking at verses 31 through 34. Now, what version do you have, Minister LaSharon? I have the New King James Version. Would you read that for us, please? Absolutely. And you'll let us know each verse so our listener will be able to go 31, 32, sure. 33, and 34. Thank you. Jeremiah thirty-one, thirty-one. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. Thirty-one, thirty-two says, Not according to the covenant that I made with the fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt. My covenant, which they broke, though I was a husband to them, says the Lord. This is Jeremiah thirty-one, thirty-three. But this is a covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, said the Lord. I will put my law in their minds and write it on the, their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. This is Jeremiah thirty-one, thirty-four. No more shall every man teach his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they all shall know me. From the least of them to the greatest of them, says the Lord, for I will forgive their iniquity and their sin I will remember no more. See, he's updated his will. (laughs) He says it's a new covenant. Amen. Amen. See, so we have to update things. Remember we talked about Mm -hmm. a lot of people have a will, but it's out of date. So it's Mm -hmm. not like having a will at all. Mm Mm-hmm. So it got updated. So this is Jeremiah speaking about the covenant, Hmm. the new covenant. So let's go over to Hebrews and we're going to look at chapter 8 and we're going to look at verses 8 through 13. Again, if you're just joining us today, we're talking about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, last will and testament. It, It is one. And we are seeing it unfold. And Jeremiah prophesied it. And watch what happens in Hebrews 8. And again, we're looking at verses 8 through 13. So would you read that for us too, Minister LeSharon? Thank you. Hebrews 8, this is still the New King James Version. And this is uh, chapter 8, verse 8. Because finding fault with them, he says, Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. It says 8-9, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand and led them out of the land of Egypt, because they did not continue in my covenant, and I disregarded them, says the Lord. This is verse 10 in chapter 8. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my laws in their mind and write them on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. This is verse 11 of 8. None of them shall teach his neighbor, and none his brother, saying, Know the Lord. For all shall know me, from the least of them to the greatest of them. Uh, verse 12. For I will, be their, where I will be merciful to their unrighteousness, and their sins, and their lawless deeds I will remember no more. And this is verse 13. In that day, says he says, I, a new covenant, he made the first obsolete. Now what is becoming obsolete and growing old is ready to vanish. I want to read that one again. Of course. This is uh, again chapter 8 verse 13. In that he says a new covenant. He has made the first obsolete 
Now what is becoming obsolete and growing old is ready to vanish away. Now that's being quoted Mm -hmm. from Jeremiah. But the thing is, is we look at verse 13 Mm -hmm. and again it says, In that he says a new covenant, he has made the first obsolete. Now what is becoming obsolete and growing old is ready to vanish away. Now you remember the first covenant was made between God and the house of Israel. Mm -hmm. And some of the things we remember is that the wages of sin are death. The soul that sins must die. And there was always uh, this sprinkling of the blood. There was always these animal sacrifices. There was always, you know, prayers of atonement, sacrifices for atonement. You know, they were constantly out of balance. Mm -hmm. And they were very uh, disobedient. This is why Jeremiah kept telling them, you know, repent. Mm -hmm. You know, God will punish you. He, he told him for 40 years what, what God would do. And subsequently, just like uh, those earlier got taken into captivity in Assyria, they got taken into captivity in Babylon as well. So the house of Israel, servants, you know, priests, mm-hmm. ministers, psalmists, Levites, nobody was immune. It's interesting, though, in this one where he says he will put his law on their hearts. So it's not written on tablets outside. It's on the heart. Right. I received that. And the thing is, is that he's replacing the old covenant Mm -hmm. because there was no salvation. Mm -hmm. But now Jesus is the new covenant. It's the better covenant Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. it's the covenant of grace. Amen. There's nothing that you can do. To secure your salvation. It's not based on works. It is based on grace. Grace. Okay. But that's not a reason for us to be lawless. No. It's not a reason for us not to adhere to what the commandments have stated. Mm -hmm. And the precepts. And the divine, you know, uh, speaking of the word of God. And the history Mm -hmm. and what happens when you don't do as God has instructed you to do. Mm -hmm. You can't be his child and be disobedient and not be rebuked by him, Mm -hmm. which means he disciplines you in love. Amen. He's that type of father. He's not going to let you run amok. Mm -mm. You have his name. You're covered in his son's blood. So you have the Holy Spirit residing in you. Mm Mm-hmm. You're connected to him. Amen. So the thing is, we have to understand that. And I like the fact that it's uh, um, before when you mentioned the sacrifices, mm-hmm. they did them annually. And yes. that Jesus is the one time, once and for all sacrifice. That right. that blood was so powerful. Amen. And that blood is still alive and running through our veins that even when we do fall. Even when we do fall, Mm -hmm. we can repent and we can be cleansed in that blood. Amen. And like you said, even though we may repent, we still can be rebuked and there's still consequences. Sure. You know, because you can, you can go have, um, you can be promiscuous and then you can ask for forgiveness and God give you forgiveness. But if you contacted AIDS during that time of being out of his will, he forgives you. But that may be one of the consequences for the action 
and and so it's interesting because a lot of times when we but have, he gives you the grace, he gives us the grace and mercy, and to, mercy. to endure because there are plenty of people for whatever reason mm-hmm. have had things happen to them, mm-hmm. but it becomes their strength. Amen. It becomes their battering ram to go out and to re- and get the loss. Amen. They're not ashamed. No, 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 See, no. See, they take responsibility mm-hmm. for what it is that they've done. Amen. And they're grateful that he didn't take their life. Amen. That it didn't cause total separation. Amen. Because we have to understand that once we've been given this knowledge, mm-hmm. it's not that we put it away. Mm -mm. It's not a dusty Bible that sits in a part Mm -hmm. of your house that nobody goes to except for when somebody dies and you put the obituary in there. Oh, we got another one to add. We got some more flowers Mm -hmm. to add in there that we got when we went to the service. No, this is a a living, breathing document. This is a covenant. Amen. So there's a requirement. Mm -hmm. So the thing is, is that our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ did his part. Amen. And none of us have had to pay what he had to pay with our blood because our blood is not sufficient, as you already pointed out. So I wanted, you know, people to understand that it goes on further than the house of Israel. It goes on further than the house of Judah. Right. Because the house of Judah and the house of Israel are still God's people. Mm hmm. What are we? We're Gentiles. So now Jesus has grafted us in. Mm -hmm. That's a beautiful thing that it extends out to us. Mm -hmm. And he talks about, you know, the Apostle Paul, that the real circumcision is not on the eighth day, has nothing to do with foreskin. Mm -hmm. It comes with the circumcision of the heart, of the spirit. That's what makes you a real Jew if we have to, you know, use that. Mm -hmm. Because that's, he said, that's what makes you real. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, not your bloodline, not your heritage. Thank God. You know what I mean? <laughs> Amen. And, and, you know, it's something more important than that. It's something more than that. It's mm-hmm. eternal. Amen. So the thing is that he has an inheritance, not for some children. Jesus has an inheritance for all his children. But we have a call right now. We're going to take it. I think it's somebody that you and I both know. But you know what? We'll see. Hello. Thank you for waiting. You're on Save the Loss at All Costs. And God bless you. Hi, Nina. Hey, what's up, Brother Vernon? How are you, man of God? I'm doing great. I am out and about. I'm back where I'm supposed to be at. Oh, Yay. praise God. <laughs> That's a praise report. Yeah, I asked you to call me, and you did call me. I just love you, Brother Vernon. Love you, too. Thank and you. And hello to Sharon. Hello, Vernon. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm, like I said, I'm back where I'm supposed to be at. I didn't mean to make it rhyme, but. <laughs> praise God. Amen. Well, you know, you didn't mm-hmm. really make it rhyme because you're behind the preposition at, but I know what you meant. Being the great writer, being the great writer that yeah. you are, you taught me a couple of rules of writing. So, you know, well, I was thinking about back at that. I forgot about the other words in between. <laughs> Not a problem. But you sound wonderful, and I'm Thank glad you. that yeah. you called in. And you know, we're talking mm-hmm. about Jesus Christ's last will and testament, Brother Vernon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I just wanted to call in and give my support as always. Um, and I'm going to thank the prayers of everyone that, you know, because when I got back, people said they've been praying for me, which is great and good and always to hear. Yes, we have. And I just, I'm just calling in to support you, you know, and say hello. All right. And, well, we, um, we love and you. And I hope you, we love, love you both too. So okay. have a good show. All right. Well, thank you. Keep listening. Okay. okay? I will. I'll uh, turn the phone back on. All, all right. Thank you, you, sir. Bye-bye. Uh, bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Amen. Well, that is so wonderful. 
that Brother Vernon is calling in and, and letting us know that, you know, God has uh, healed him once Amen. again. We, we received that. So, you know what? That is so special because he had a, another year of being sober. You know, mm-hmm. it was his year mm-hmm. of being sober. And God is just doing, doing all kinds of wonderful things Amen. for him because of the new covenant. Amen. Amen. So that's the beautiful thing. So that's about our inheritance. So now let's go to Hebrews. We're going to go to chapter 9. And uh, we are going to look at uh, verses, start in verse 15. I think we may go all the way down. Uh, we're going to look at 9, and we're going to look at, starting in verse 15, and I think it ends at 28. And I think it's very, very important that we see the last will and testament and how we're going to pull this all together so if you're just joining us we're talking about Jesus' last will and testament we are in hebrews 9 we're going to look at verses 15 through 28 and we are in the new king james version and the next verse you're going to hear is minister la sharon and she is going to read again hebrews chapter 9 we're going to start in verse 15 and we're going to go down to verse 28 minister la sharon Hebrews 9.15, And for this reason, he is the mediator of the new covenant, by means of death for the redemption of the transgressions under the first covenant, that those who are called may receive the promise of the internal, eternal inheritance. You have to read that again. Woo! Amen. This is verse 15 of 9. And for this reason, he is the mediator of the new covenant, by means of death, for the redemption of the trans- transgressions under the first covenant, that those who are called may receive the promise of the eternal inheritance. So in order for a will to be executed, someone has to die. Mm. Now, it can be signed, it can be witnessed, but in order for it to take effect, somebody has to die. That's how wills work. You can't get it until somebody dies. And right? And is eternal. Amen. Never ending. Amen. See, this this is what's so wonderful. And nobody's going to fight over it. Mm-mm. Because he's already <laughs> made a provision for you. Amen. Just by you being his child. And then guess what? He says, you're forgiven of your transgressions, right? That's right. So you're going to him to be glorified. Mm. And to be in your home and to get what you always had coming to you. He just didn't make this up on the fly. This was always his intent. What Adam did didn't catch the Godhead off guard. Mm. They always had a provision. Eternity was always on the menu because God's breath is eternal. Anything that's associated with God is eternal. So how can he breathe into you and you become a living being and you not be eternal when he's the one that breathed into you? Amen. We didn't breathe into mm-hmm. each other. He did. So his breath was eternal. I like right? what you just said when you said um, that eternity was never without a plan because it, the devil doesn't know everything. If he only knew, he wouldn't have crucified the Lord of glory. Amen. That it was all part of the plan, that what was meant for evil, God always, always turns for good, for his good, for his purpose, for his plan. But see, the devil knew who he was. Mm-hmm. 
But he didn't know he had a plan. He didn't right, know. Right. He didn't know he had a plan. Oh, oh right, right. <laughs> but he he understood who his what his divinity was. Mm-hmm. There was never any question. But where it says if he only knew, right. he wouldn't have crucified the Lord of glory. If he only knew by dying that he would be the firstborn to many others, that because of his death, because of his um, that there was a resurrection and because of that we have that covenant so if he only knew right see he wasn't a part of the last will no, and testament no that's why he didn't know so that's, that's why, why he said the know. devil doesn't know everything he didn't know he wasn't and, a part of it because there's sometimes where people think the devil does and it's like no he doesn't no. know everything no 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 no. he doesn't know god no. knows everything god's right. omniscient not the devil right so see, praise see, God because see the devil was based in it on the old testament mm-hmm, mm-hmm. see the soul that sins must die mm-hmm they broke the covenant. Mm-hmm. And when we look at the Ten Commandments and we look at the other laws, we see how totally we were without help. Mm-hmm. There there was no coming back from the things that we were doing. Because yeah, if you broke one law, you broke the whole law. Exactly. <laughs> so there's no coming back from mm-hmm. that. So the devil said, I got them now. If he only knew. <laughs> right. So let's finish reading. I am so excited about this. Aren't you? I am. God is good. Yes, he is all the time. So we're going to pick up in verse 16. Hebrews nine sixteen. For where there is a testament, there must also of necessity be the death of the testator. testator. Verse 17. For a testament is in force after men are dead, since it has no power at all while the testator lives. So, so Jesus had to, die had to die in order for this to take effect. For our inheritance. Yes. And eternal inheritance, right? Okay. Woo. Okay. All right. Verse 18. Therefore, not even the blood covenant was dedicated without blood. Verse 19. For when Moses had spoken every precept to all the people according to the law, he took the blood of calves and goats and water and scarlet wool and hyssop and sprinkled both the book itself and all the people. 920. Saying, This is the blood of the covenant which God has commanded you. 21. Then likewise he sprinkled with blood both the tabernacle and all the vessels of the ministry. I like that. Mm-hmm. All the vessels of the ministry. Amen. Verse 22, and according to the law, almost all things are purified with blood, and without shedding of blood, there is no remission. Verse 23, therefore it was necessary that the copies, that the copies of the things in heavens shall, should be purified with these, but the heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices than these. Verse 24, for Christ has not entered the holy places with human hands, which are copies of the true, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God for us. Verse 25, not that he should offer himself often as the high priest enters the most holy place every year with blood of another. Now let's stop right there. That's what you talked about, Mm -hmm. the annual sacrifices. Mm -hmm. He says not that he should enter Mm -mm. into these places often. Once and for all. Because that means that we would have to keep crucifying Mm. him. He would have to keep getting on the cross. Amen. So once is enough. Amen. I'd like to say to you how the blood really is fresh. Even though it was done over 2,000 years ago, it's fresh because that means that every new sin, he would have to go back. So in knowing that that blood is ever present, ever flowing, mm-hmm. all we have to do is is repent 
confess it and repent. And see, if we look at 22, we'll see a mystery being revealed. In 22, it says, and according, again, I'm in the New King James Version as well. Uh, Hebrews 9, verse 22, and according to the law, almost all things are purified with blood. Do you see that? Mm -hmm. Almost all things mm -hmm. are purified with blood. They were talking about the animal blood. Mm. It came from, it says, calves and goats. And they said you had with water and scarlet wool and hyssop. Mm -hmm. And it said it was sprinkled. Almost all things. So that means there's something that all, it cannot do. It's like when uh, Jesus was telling the disciples and they're like, well, how come we couldn't cast that out? He says some things will come with prayer, prayer and fasting. fasting. Mm -hmm. It's not just with prayer. Mm -hmm. You have to do something else. Mm -hmm. So there's something else mm -hmm. that's needed. Because, see, the thing is, is that there's a gift associated with it there's an inheritance mm -hmm. that's going to be released and another thing we have to understand jesus said he came to fulfill the prophecy mm. so he didn't come to change one thing about the law mm -mm. i'm he here to fulfill, to fulfill the prophecy mm -hmm. because when the prophecy is fulfilled guess what we get our inheritance mm -hmm. this is the last will and testament mm -hmm. things have to happen mm -hmm. In order for it to happen for us, we should be so excited that he paid every attention to every little detail mm -hmm. because he knew there would be false prophets that would lie to us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he knew what the enemy's intent was. It's total destruction. Mm -hmm. It's not enough for a physical separation. Yeah. It's not a spiritual separation. He wants us to go into hell. Because that's where the punishment starts. Mm -hmm. So he has a divine plan, but it's totally not going to manifest for those who are his children. That's why relationship is so important. And we have to study the scriptures and keep studying them. Because as we keep elevating mm -hmm. with our progressive sanctification, we will be able to receive more. Because now we're in a more fortified place. Mm -hmm. See, that's important. You know, second grade happens only after first grade. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there's something that we have to do first. And that's to consecrate ourselves. Mm -hmm. And to continue to consecrate ourselves. It's an ongoing thing. It's not just a one-time only mm -hmm. thing. It's a constant ongoing thing. Because God is not just holy one time. He's forever holy. Mm -hmm. So we know that in this realm, mm -hmm. he can't be where sin enters in. No. So uh, we have to constantly, you know, make our way to Zion, to the new Jerusalem, to the fortified place. Amen. It's also where he says, be no more children tossed to and from. Right. And so as we come into that maturity of sons and daughters, sure. like you said, it, it's like you wouldn't give a rifle to your five-year-old, but no. maybe to your 25-year-old. Right. So we, as we progress, we're able to have more of our inheritance, more, more. And I, sh I should say all of the inheritance is available to us, but that power that's released, that that level to be able to be mature and to progress in him. And not doubt. And not doubt. That revelation where it becomes real, that illumination. Amen. See, you know, faith is not required for seeing. Mm -mm. It requires to believe. Mm -hmm. And to believe it. Mm -hmm. 
and to hope for the things that have not yet come. And you have to be steadfast in that because you have to have conviction. You have to have passion. You can't be moved. It does not matter Mm -hmm. whether you physically can see Mm -hmm. it. That's Mm -hmm. not the requirement. I cannot physically see God. Mm -hmm. I know for a fact that he is real and reigning and ruling in my life. Mm -hmm. Now, other people say, well, you can't see him. Oh, I can see him. Mm -hmm. I see him in what I need to see. Mm-hmm. When the time comes, I will see more. But I've seen enough to know. And temporal things come out of eternal. Right. Because what you don't see is more real than what you see. What right. you see came out of what you don't see. Right. It all starts in the spirit. Well, we also know that our visuals can be manipulated. Yes. So the thing is, is that we have to be careful relying on the seeing eye. Mm-hmm. Because it dims. And there's constant things changing uh, in front of us. And we know in part. Exactly. We know in part. In part. Amen. So the thing is, is that just just to keep walking, keep pressing, keep going. And we got a a few more to read here. All righty. So we're going to keep pressing and we're going to keep going. Amen. So I'm going to read 25 again. Okay. Not that he should offer himself often as the high priest enters the most holy place every year with blood of another. Verse 26. Did you see that? Blood of another? Blood of another. See, that's another mystery. That's another (laughs) nugget. Well, now we got to take a pause, though. Okay. Because if you go back to what you said, the the blood of of the animals Mm -hmm. were almost, covered almost everything. Right. Where his blood covered everything. So once again, it goes back to what you said earlier of having a better covenant. I understand. A better covenant. So verse 26. He then would have had to suffer often since the foundation of the world. But now, once at the end of ages, he has appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. Verse 27. And as it is appointed for men to die once, but after this the judgment. Verse 28. So Christ was offered once to bear the sins of many, to those who eagerly wait for him, he will appear a second time apart from sin for salvation. Wow. Did you see where it talked about that 27 as it is appointed for men to die once, but after this, the judgment, the thing is, is that we are born twice and die once Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just like him. He is always the son. Mm -hmm. He's always existed as the son. Mm -hmm. But when he came down to the earth to do this for us so that we can get our inheritance, Mm -hmm. that last will and testament had to happen. He was the hypostatic union of flesh and God simultaneously. Mm -hmm. We don't know how it happened, but it happened. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because he's still saying the father and I are one. Mm -hmm. Make no mistake Mm -hmm. about my divinity. And who I am. And he says, I didn't come for the righteous. I came to call the sinner to repentance. And to do this beautiful work. This eternal work. Which had already been decided. Amen. So this is just a part of what had to be done. But now. He goes back to his rightful place. And then we will be able To be glorified with him. It's a beautiful thing. Death is what's necessary. When 
the time comes mm -hmm. because he says every man has their appointed time. And a lot of us get upset because we assume that we're supposed to have, you know, this real long, broad spectrum. Mm -hmm. But as you say, God is sovereign. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have to check in with us no. to do what he needs to do. So the thing is that we have to trust him. That's why it's important that we make sure that we're secured and sealed in his blood. Amen. Then it doesn't matter when we leave this realm. Amen. Because eternity is a very long time and it'll be a lot longer than this realm. And the thing is, in this realm, there's always sickness. Mm -hmm. There's always sin. There's always pain. There's always haters, right? Mm -hmm. There's always bad choices, bad decisions, and there's a lot of controversy. There's a lot of struggling. And the beautiful thing is that that is for building us up. It's not a bad thing. No, well, we die. It's not, it's not we, a bad thing. We die daily. We decrease that so he may increase. So a lot of what we're dying to daily is our flesh. Amen. And as we do, he lives. And I, I just want to point out, too, that when Jesus was here, he he left his deity. He was showing us what we could walk in. He was he, he took on what he was our example. And so we're coming into that. Right. We're com we are we're coming. He showed us where he didn't operate in his deity power when he was on the earth. Mm -hmm. And so that's a cool thing because he was showing us the glory that was available when he when he reconciled us back into himself. He reconciled us back to who we were originally supposed to be in Adam, which was to take dominion, right. not dominate people, but take dominion right. over the earth. Amen. And so that's a cool thing. And that that was in our glory, our earthly glory that he gave. That us. was our that was the first covenant. Yes. And the thing is, is that the first covenant is still operate yes he restored us it is still operating he's the second adam amen so we are going to go to hebrews chapter 10 and we're going to look at verses 5 through 9 again we're talking about jesus christ's last will and testament and what a blessing it is for us that he took care of his business his father's business okay. amen <laughs> amen we had to get some skin on that one so we are going to hebrews chapter 10 and we're looking at verses 5 through 9 so minister lasharon you're going to bless us again hebrews 10 5 therefore when he came into the world he said sacrifice and offering you did not desire but a body you have prepared me verse 6 in burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin you had no pleasure Verse 7, Then I said, Behold, I have come, in the volume of the book it is written of me, to do your will, O God. Verse 8, Previously saying, Sacrifice and offering, burnt offerings, and offerings for sin, you did not desire, nor had pleasure in them, which are offered according to the law. Verse 9, Then he said, Behold, I have come to do your will, O God. He takes away the first, that he may establish the second. Amen. So there was no eternal salvation mm -hmm. that was associated with the first covenant in reference to these burnt offerings and sacrifices mm -hmm. because they were based on animals, mm -hmm. right? Incense. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is that we needed this because there had to be a payment for sin. You had to keep doing it as you talked and brought it out that he only had to do it one time. 
How sweet the blood. Amen. His blood is the full propitiation, the full payment. Sins that were committed knowing and unknowing, you know, past, present, and future. Again, it's not a reason to live recklessly. However, we have the blessed assurance that we can be in a balance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we have the helper and we have the comforter, Amen. which is the Holy Spirit residing in us, giving us unctions, speaking to us, mm-hmm. you know, holding our hand so that we are really appreciating and to be able to receive what's lawful in heaven right now. Amen. You know, we don't have to be other than who we are. There's nothing wrong with being from a royal priesthood. There's nothing okay. wrong with being <laughs> peculiar. It's nothing yes. wrong with being God's chosen. Mm. I happen to appreciate that more than anything that I have mm-hmm. because I know that that's eternal. Mm-hmm. That is not going to go away what I do for Christ. Mm-mm. Because the kingdom is not going away. Amen. So I want to be a part of that building. Now, I'm not saying the buildings aren't nice out here. <laughs> I'm just saying that I want to be a part of an eternal building. Well, we're just passing through anyway. Right. You know, that, that, that has spiritual uh-huh. significance. That I can, you know, bring as many along with me as I can see. It, it'll be endless. That's a beautiful thing. Now, well, you know, we've reached the capacity of the fire marshal. You know, the fire mm-hmm. marshal is going to come if mm-hmm. you put, try to put one more person in this building. Mm-mm. Even churches have capacities. Mm-hmm. Okay. Physical churches mm-hmm. have capacities. Mm-hmm. But the kingdom, there's no capacity. None. Isn't that wonderful? It is. I'm excited about this. I really am. Now, I want us to go to Hebrews 12, 24. And then we're going to jump over to Romans, but we're going to go to Hebrews twelve twenty four. I want our listeners to see something. So we're in Hebrews 12, and we're going to look at verse 24. Hebrews twelve twenty four To Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than that of Abel. And we know that Abel was there in the old mm-hmm. covenant. So, we know about Cain and Abel. Mm-hmm. So, Jesus' blood, and, and then we know when God spoke to Abel, excuse me, spoke to Cain. His blood. And, and he says, and he says, uh, you know, where, where is he? And uh, he says, I don't know, am I my brother's keeper? Mm-hmm. And he says, his blood cries out from mm-hmm. the ground. Mm, just but, always blood. So, the thing is, is that now look at how the blood is now. Mm-hmm. It's all consuming. We're totally covered in it. Mm. But that shows God who we are. Amen. And now we have the mediator. Not only is he our mediator, he's our advocate too. And he goes to the Father on our behalf. Who wouldn't want Jesus as a mediator? Who Mm. wouldn't want Jesus as an advocate? How could that have happened if he did not die? He died, but he's not dead. Mm-hmm. Amen? Amen. So this is the release. This is what we get. New. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't get better than that. It didn't come to do away with the law. Mm-hmm. It came to we can have life more abundantly. Amen. And that's what I'm excited about. 
So I may not be named in anybody's will or testament, but I'm named in the Lamb's book okay. of life. So that's the one that I'm looking for. <laughs> that's the one that I'm excited about. Eternally. Amen. But being my father's child, I need to put my house in order mm-hmm. because there are those who are connected to me. Mm-hmm. And just like he put his house in order for all of us, we still need to be obedient mm-hmm. and handle our business and make sure that we don't have people fighting mm-hmm. and it causing strife. That's not a blessing. That's no, a curse. It is. So that's the thing that we need to do and teach our families Mm -hmm. because the one thing about Jesus, one of his names is rabbi or Rabboni. Mm -hmm. It means teacher, teacher, Mm -hmm. beloved teacher. And he's constantly teaching us. Mm -hmm. He has never stopped teaching us. Mm -hmm. Never, ever. And he's never stopped being, you know, an advocate and a mediator for us and, you know, a healer Mm -hmm. and representing us and to making sure that we are cared for. You know, that perpetual care, that's the care that never stops. It's ongoing. It never stops. So I love that about what he's done Mm -hmm. and to make sure that and everybody understood it. Mm -hmm. See, whether you're a believer or not a believer, whether you're doing his work or not doing his work, people understand last will and testament. Mm -hmm. Truly, that's a concept. And an application that everybody can understand, every common person. So they also understand that you have to be in relationship to be a part of that inheritance. Because Amen. you wouldn't get an inheritance unless you were in relationship that with is, whoever And guess died. what? You're called by name. Okay. In, in, in that. <laughs> okay. So that's why it's important for you to be in the Lamb's Book of Life. Amen? Amen. Not only are you called by name, they're witnesses. Okay. Amen? So there will be the whole angel choir that will witness what's going on. Amen. That bear witness to it. So we are going to go to Romans and we're going to look at chapter seven and we're going to look at verses two, three and four. Again, Romans chapter seven. And we're going to look at uh, chapter. We said chapter seven already, but verses two, three and four. Romans seven two, for the woman who was who has a husband is bound by the law to her husband as long as he lives. But if the husband dies, she is released from the law of her husband. Verse 3. So then if, while her husband lives, she marries another man, she will be called an adulteress. But if her husband dies, she is free from that law, so that she is no adulteress, though she has married another man. Verse 4. Therefore, my brethren, you also have become dead to the law through the body of Christ, that you may be married to another to him who was raised from the dead, that we should bear fruit to God. Isn't that wonderful? So he explained it to them in a way that they could understand it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a covenant. And we had the old covenant. Mm -hmm. And the thing is that if you were married and your husband died, you were free to marry someone else. But if he had not died, Mm -hmm. then you weren't free to marry someone else. But it says here that now that other person that we are married to now is Christ. And what does he call himself? The bridegroom. Mm -hmm. And he calls the church his bride. And it's not a building. It's his children. Children. We're the ecclesia. We're the called Mm -hmm. out ones. That's who his church is. Mm -hmm. And he's coming back for her. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. which is us. Amen. He's not coming back for a denomination. Which one would he come back to? They're popping up all over the place. And that creates division in his body. Right. So my thing is he's nominated. Mm-hmm. He is our total nomination. Amen. So why do we have to put a D E, which means to decrease, mm-hmm. right? To, 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 to bring down lower. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> That's not necessary. No, no. Right. That's why he talked about the one body, mm-hmm. right? And I like the way he said where there's two or more present. Right. He's in the midst. Right. So if you think in the natural body, where there's two body parts that are joined together mm-hmm. at that place of the joint where mm-hmm. there's blood flow, mm-hmm. there's nutrients from one part to the other. So when two come together, he's in the midst and that supply goes from one to another. Right. Just like the natural. Right. And so it, it's, a, it's an amazing thing. And then when you look at marriage in the covenant, there's a ring mm-hmm. and it's never broken. Mm-hmm. Eternity. The band is not broken. And that represents that he's in it. Mm-hmm. And he says, you know, uh, when a man leaves his mother and father, he cleaves unto his wife and the two shall become one. Mm-hmm. And when the marriage ceremony is performed, you know, if they're one in the marriage, the husband and the wife, mm-hmm. then he's the groom. Mm-hmm. Mm, and that's good. Say the, that again. He's the groom. He's the groom. They're he, the bride. He's, right, he's the, the groom. groom. That's right. They're the bride <laughs> the and he's the groom. One. That's good. And that's why he says what God, you know, what God joined has joined together. together, let no man put asunder. Mm. If he's joined it together. If he's joined, see, see, it, he's together. joined it together. <laughs> so the thing is, is that this is what is so beautiful mm-hmm. is that it's Jesus's inheritance. Amen. And he's sharing it with us because he's always been the son. He's always sat on the right hand of God. Mm-hmm. Always interceding on our behalf and he's always there he was there at the beginning of creation mm-hmm. uh we're made in his image as, as we were in god's image in the holy spirit because mm-hmm. it says we're going to be man's going to be made in our image mm-hmm. so he's going to have our likeness mm-hmm. so i want people to understand that they have a great inheritance mm-hmm. but as you say it's based on relationship mm-hmm. and i pray that if they don't know the lord that they come to know the lord mm-hmm. and it begins within the heart and the Amen. confession of their mouth. Amen. But the thing is, is that we're waiting on you. And we'd love to have you. And you're going to have your own. We don't need to share ours. Amen. There's enough for you. And there's enough for everybody at the Lord's table. Amen. So I want people to come and join the Lord. And get what he has coming for you, you know, to you already. It's already yours. Take Just what's already yours. It. It's already laid up for you. But handle your business in the natural. Will and testament. Handle it. We love you. Save the loss at all costs. And God bless you. It is is our humble prayer that the most high God of all creation and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, continues to bless you and yours without cease for tuning in today and supporting this great move of God with your generous donations. Save the Lost at All Costs is a Holy Spirit-filled, live-called-in weekly radio ministry that has been airing since 2005 and serving in the greater Las Vegas community. We can be heard every Sunday at 3.02 p.m. Pacific Standard Time 
on Las Vegas' very own Christian Talk radio stations, 1060 AM and 101.5 FM. Also, we are audio and video streamed in real time during our live broadcast at www.kkvb.com and our website, www.savethelostlv.org. If you would like to re-listen to a previous broadcast at no charge, make an online secure donation, or learn more about our ministry, please visit our website at www.savethelostlv.org. If you prefer, you can mail in a donation. Address it to Save the Lost at All Cost, Inc., P.O. Box number 335852, North Las Vegas, 89033. Again, our P.O. Box number is 335852, North Las Vegas, 89033. All donations made to Save the Lost at All Cost, Inc. are 100% tax deductible. For more information, please feel free to call or text us at 702-219-6882. Again, 702-219-6882. We would like to thank you again. Remember to remain in Christ, stay prayed up, tune in, and don't forget to save the lost at all costs, no matter what.